Is it for real? We used to love it, then we watch it now. We don't know if we like it. Is it for real? You're listening to Is It For Real? We are still in spooky version 1.0, or I guess 3.0, because it's the third spooky movie. Um, And what's your name? Yeah, you didn't. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. This is Philip. Hi, Katie. And Bridget. And we're still in spooky mode. <laughs> this is the third uh, scary movie, the third week of October. Yeah. I get excited. You know I me. Know. I you know. know. I get things out of order. Um, well, it's yeah. the fourth. It's the fourth week of October. But only the third, third spooky weekend. movie third, we've done. Third Halloween movie we watched. You're right. Like, yeah. Okay. That's true. What was the other one we did this I don't month? remember. Nah. We well, did Hocus spooky. Pocus. Huh? And we did info to interview with a vampire. Right, but it what was did we my do movie, that? and I'm just oh, it was Bachelor what do you Party. Mean? It was Bachelor, oh, right, Party, Bachelor Party, which is pretty spooky. Ooh. Uh, oh. Anyways, this week we're doing the 1982 movie Poltergeist. Mm-hmm. You know it. It's the German title of this movie. Poltergeist, because yeah. it's basically, um, I mean, here we go. Let's see. The word poltergeist comes from the German poltern to knock and geist spirit. Ooh. So literally translate to knocking spirit. Oh, interesting. Da, yeah, da, somewhere da, I read da. it was like noisy ghost, but I guess yeah. that's a similar deal. Interesting. Which misidentified because this was a lot more than a noisy ghost. Yeah. But anyways, this week for our introers, we had my parents because uh, they had a special connection to the uh, the first time I ever watched it. So um, without further ado, mom S and dad S. <laughs> hey. hey, buddy. This may turn into more about parenting than anything else, but it I can remember sharing with my children, I think who were four and five or three and four. Young. The importance of understanding make-believe. And we had just gotten cable and I think we had a 24 inch TV set. And we're, I remember this was a movie I thought was, would be a good choice for us. That dad would like to watch. (laughs) Dad would like to watch. And since I was babysitting, I thought it would be good for my children to experience also, which I still think it was. No. I came home from the grocery store. He had he was watching this show with my small children. There. Our our small children. Oh, they were ours. Our small children. <laughs> and um I don't know what I said, but it wasn't very nice um to turn off the TV. That that was not our children could not watch anything like that. I've never seen the movie. I have a couple times, and <laughs> I think we probably went back and saw it after the next time it was on without mom there. I do remember you guys sitting with me, and it it it's kind of a one of those movies that it's hard to forget at times. You know, I mean, I the, the scene in the swimming pool with the skeletons coming out and dragging people into it, um, the little girl in the TV screen someplace following the light, uh, but considering where. My children, our children, 
have turned out, I think I did a pretty good job. No. <laughs> that is not appropriate for our children to watch that show. Now, you don't know how many times I heard that over the period of time where I've been your father, hearing it's not appropriate, but that's just me. I guess I'm not very appropriate. So. Oh. That's so cute. Nice, nice, My nice. My favorite part was cute. when your dad said you guys turned out okay, and your mom said no, no, no. it they wasn't worth weird. it. I don't. They care. are weird. They no. were golden I until then. To agree with your mother, hardcore on this right now. I could see your young father just being like, "Yeah, this is a great idea," but rated then, PG, like, you know, yeah. It is rated PG. I was thinking it would be an interesting um, podcast to go through all of the movies that are like PG before that or are yeah. like before that PG-13 rating and see like which one should fall, should have fallen to PG-13, which one anyway, it's just interesting. What year did we say that was? This is 82. Oh, so no. I mean, but when did the like PG-13? Oh, 85. It was like after. It's 84, 85. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But yeah. Um, so... <laughs> Yeah, my level, um, as you heard, I, I watched it at a very young age. I, I think they are pretty accurate. It's 100% before I turned six. I'm pretty sure it was when I was like four. Um, because yeah. my level is big ass scary tree, because there was Oof. literally this huge scary tree outside my house or outside my window that would like during like wisconsin storms would like bash against there and it's like okay well this is the the day i get eaten by that tree <laughs> um yeah did you think like, you were gonna get eaten by that tree before or after you saw the no <laughs> only after <laughs> yeah only okay. after. <laughs> some of us might have been scared of trees before we ever even heard of this movie so no it was a friendly <laughs> tree that i climbed often i always still climbed it afterwards but it was just yeah only in um, the daytime yeah Oof. that's <laughs> Well, that's the right time to uh, climb a tree. So it was probably oh the right move to give me that healthy respect for it. Oh, my gosh. Well, I, I love your parents' intro, and it seemed similar to um, – I think they had a similar feeling about Strange Brew, if I don't – if I like, remember correctly, about, like, when you should have watched it or when you shouldn't have. So I like that it's, like, a consistent <laughs> – That was the appropriate um, one to watch at a young age. Yeah, yeah. Um, so my level – I think I'm going to make it um, King Edward's cigar box um, because I I wish I would have thought about it before coming down to this basement because I think that cigar box is somewhere in this basement. I have that exact same cigar box that we found in one of these the house that my parents and aunt and uncle were rehabbing and no one I make that my level because one I was delighted to see it and that I saw it throughout and it was such a little I used to I'd call it my special box I keep like special things in there like we like dead birds no. no exactly just like old watches and stuff uh, and, and coins and like yeah but i um i my family knew so little about this movie that no one even told me that mm -hmm. like when i saw it i'm like oh my god i've never seen that i thought my box was the only one i had no idea that like this was like a thing um and i would have really reveled in that but i have never ever seen this movie i don't know if anyone i'm related to has ever seen this movie we just like fully missed it i knew it it it, it to me it means scary movie yeah you yeah. know because people are like Same. oh like poltergeist you know and i also yeah. thought i really thought that it was like a horror movie 
Like yeah. I've never seen Pet Cemetery either, but I have them in like the same category. Same. Of something that I just like never want to see. So I was very surprised to either even You're learn welcome. it was di- yeah. <laughs> well, I was surprised <laughs> to learn it was directed by Steven Spielberg and and it the wasn't. tone of it. I wasn't or wasn't. right he written, produced it. produced <laughs> acted by he started in it. Uh, so anyway, I was just surprised. I had nothing. I knew nothing about it um, before watching it. Similar to Katie, I would have said my level was just like scary movie, which is that I just, my pod mates know this, but, and many of you that know me know this, but I don't like scary movies. They don't, they don't do it for me. Although we did talk about a few scary movies that I have seen in the past. I, I, I don't mind something that's kind of like thrilling. I like to get out. I did watch the Blair Witch Project. There's some other ones I have seen, but I am going to change my level to strobe light. Um, because <laughs> yeah. um, other than um, Necessary Roughness, um, which I chose to not watch because of my... my <laughs> she proudly chose to not finish. <laughs> this one is the second of 105 or whatever movies that I was not able to finish mm-hmm. because of the intense strobing effects in the film and it caused me to have a very ill reaction. (laughs) So I did watch scenes. I just want to say that um, on my phone, like afterwards, like some of the scarier scenes, because I didn't want to be left out, but I could not watch that strobing. We were talking a lot about it before we we logged into pod, Um, but it actually has a strobe warning at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Um, Curious if other pod listeners have had, had that experience with this film. And if you're simultaneously watching the movie while listening to the pod, like sit down if you have an aversion to light because you are about to keel over. Yeah. Philip, could you just explain what you did though about like you were saying that like the technology probably Mm -hmm. at the time and. Right. I think like nowadays they have the special effects to to do these spooky things. And back in the day, sort of cutting edge, I mean, I think it won some awards for its effects, but I think they had to actually use just old school strobe lights. And I mean, you can see it in certain scenes where it's just, you're getting full on strobe yeah, lights. Yeah. It's it's definitely yeah. the biggest effect I, I've i seen in a movie of like, of strobiness, yeah. you know? Yeah. Same. Nothing else has ever made me that sick watching a movie. So yeah, Poltergeist. Poltergeist. Uh, I will say, yeah, I've, I've seen it, you know, a couple times in my youth, probably not since I've been like 15. And I've seen the sequel mm. as well, which I recall oh, yeah. being even scarier. Mainly it has this one guy in it um, who's like in real life dying of cancer. And Ooh, he's just mm-hmm. using that energy Jeez. to deliver the spookiest uh creepiest vibe ever Um, i i read there's a lot of kind of fun trivia on the um, imdb page for poltergeist the first one and they were saying that like it originally was a much darker film where because like the only being that dies in this movie is is it tweety is that the name of the bird Mm -hmm. like that's it Um, that we know of Right, but like oh, except any is the little boy alive in the sequel. Well, no, I mean in the first movie. So, yeah. like in the first movie, there was like I think Carol Ann was originally going to die and then haunt the house, and it was like going to oh, be a lot wow, just geez, dark, dark, geez. darker. But then they used some of the original darkness from the first film and put it kind of into the second. Um, yeah. yeah, that tracks. Um, yeah, so I mean, this movie directed by Toby Hooper, who directed Texas Chainsaw Massacre. There were these rumors flying around that um, Spielberg was actually Mm -hmm. secretly directing it. It seems like that's been dispelled by most people. Um, 
but yeah, the controversy was because he was directing E.T. at the same time and he wasn't allowed to direct two movies. And that's yeah. why I was like, this is his end around. But it sounds like that wasn't the case. But- a lot of the trivia, every other trivia piece was somebody else saying, contradicting themselves <laughs> about if he directed it or not. And you know who's a real like hater of Toby Hooper for no reason is Zelda Rubenstein. Yeah. <laughs> which is so weird. Aww. And everyone else is like, like, he's yeah. really nice. I don't know why she hates him. And, yeah, yeah, it's like she, he was really kind to her. I don't understand what she's talking about. Which is like, there's, a, just, a, yeah. there's definitely a lot of trivia around this movie. Um, mm-hmm. And then also just like that, like the, I learned about the spooky, like, yeah, sadness. Curse, yeah. yeah. The curse with the two characters, the little girl and the sister dying afterwards, both tragically. I realized that little girl is from San Diego. I learned that. Mm-hmm. Um, and both and of them are buried in the same cemetery in LA. Actresses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then I think, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go, no, no, go ahead. I was just saying that, of course, with reading that, I definitely heard and I agree with the perspective of like knock it off with the curse stuff because it doesn't exist and it sort of takes away from the tragedy of those two sort of mm-hmm. unique deaths uh, that were very tragic. And yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But I think if it's a scary movie, right? Things are just like assigned to it. Right. Exactly. I mean, I- I've just never seen a movie like this. I know part of it is that's like it's from hmm. 1982, but um God, there was something so weird about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There, there was... was something so weird about it. Well, it there's a part of it that and I mean, not surprisingly, I suppose, like maybe reminds me a little bit of Jaws, mm-hmm. where it's like this tone of like, yeah. what are we watching? Right. Like there's like real there's real sentimentality and there's like really amazing acting performances. And then there's a real horror, but it's also goofy. <laughs> it's like really, yeah. it is interesting. I think this was can... just a time where they did this a lot. I mean, there's some really sort of spooky Disney movies out there where they mm-hmm. just sort of like change the tone a bunch as well. Like something mm. with Get This Way Comes and I'm trying to think of some of the others. Oh yeah, that one. Like, Watcher yeah. in the Woods. I mean, that's yeah, famously, yeah. like um, Yeah. Or like Black I... Cauldron even mm-hmm. for like cartoon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just 80s, man. Early 80s. <laughs> Everyone was yeah. on cocaine. Do you remember um, oh, Katie's teapots jingling a Katie, I'm just going to encourage you to go back I'm into your mic gonna... settings because you did uh, change them, but you okay. were denying that earlier. So now I'm going to remind you again. <laughs> um, <laughs> that uh, that experience of when the dad is like falling asleep um, in front of the TV where you think everybody's dead, I guess, at the beginning of this movie, mm. um, kind of, right? And then like this, this oh. national anthem plays, which yeah. is just, like haunting for some reason. And then the static, right? But like, didn't that used to happen? Like, wasn't there just like a certain point in yeah. TV when it was over? Well, we're we're was, done for the day. Yeah. I was looking in in Poltergeist, at least in the second time, it says it's 2.37 a.m. Because I was curious. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I guess that's when programming ends, 2.37. Yeah. And they were saying that that could be a reference to The Shining because the room is 2.37 and The Shining. Yeah. But yeah. I, I guess I don't, I don't really remember the static, but I... I like know it's a thing. I remember that, right? Like if you were if you were up late watching TV, it would just go blank. It was just nothing on. Certain channels would go static because they just didn't have any programming. I remember the color change to something else. Yeah, I think that was the newer that that's what they upgraded to. It's like you know (laughs) people are freaked out with the static. Let's give them some colored bars. I wonder (laughs) if partly it was after this movie that they had to do that. When you think about it, because it would be pretty freaky. Like I bet people did not want to 
handle it. Yeah. Could be. Uh, yeah. So also, I guess the national anthem does play at the end of at the end of uh, the, the the night of TV. Well, so I think the, there's well, like some common t- or just every night they play I don't the know. National That's what I was wondering. Yeah. No, I think they're I, OK. So I think this is what I read. Philip, you're going to like this fact, I think, that I think they're watching a guy named Joe, which is what Steven Spielberg later remade to be always. Um, who would be oh. starring Rich Rusevich. But I think they're just watching a guy named Joe and it ends and then it goes static. I think oh. I think that's what happens. They fall and it ends with the place. national anthem. I, yeah, I, I think I think that's what I read. And I will say so. <laughs> Nora also bowed out of this movie. She's like, nope, not doing it. Too scary. And I was like, you know, the beginning of this movie is not scary. And she's like, do you know that for a fact? Are you sure? I was like, you know what? I don't remember. And luckily I (laughs) shoot her upstairs before it instantly started with like the static shot and like the creepy kid talking to the TV. So there is no Why is she so scary? I mean, is it the bangs? Is it just how they're shooting her? And then I also read that Drew Barrymore was in line for that right, role. Yeah, um, yeah but which... he wanted to cast somebody more angelic, which I'm like, burn on Drew Barrymore. It's not like she was well, dancing she on David Letterman's was... table at like, you know, the age Yeah, of but six. she was like a little more rough around the edges cute. And this girl was like, this... she was cute. white. She was like, bangs. I think yeah. it, she's like days. very Aryan, like very kind of angelic in the sense of like, she's her, her, she just blurs into the background yeah she's like so fair yeah that she just blurs yeah so yeah we get um sort of the static we have the dog going around katie you mentioned that you checked the he yeah does I did. the dog yeah i checked uh, it checked yeah. it once checked it twice <laughs> checked it thrice and that dog was a prominent feature but i will say that i read in the comments of like i think his name is ebuzz or something Ebas and they're like, um, no, he's an amazing good boy the whole time, and nothing happens to him ever. I'm like, well, you guys better not be lying because I'll freak out. No, we'll he got to that all part, the snacks, but... and uh, I know yeah. he that was very his cute toy to like the ghosts. I'm like, yeah, all good boy, yeah, good boy. But yeah, then uh, just <laughs> I think the innocent way that she talks to the TV is what sort of like creeps you out the most. Yeah. I definitely was getting Her the voice, yeah. the heebie-jeebies right from the start of this movie. It, it brought back sort of feelings <laughs> your father sure. torturing you <laughs> yeah no dad no <laughs> well i will say the way they she says they're here right like they're here i mean that is iconic like that truly is my level like that's kind of the yeah. only thing i recognize from this movie maybe a Same. couple of other tropes but that is like you know people say that yeah. all the time um yeah and i wouldn't have been able to tell you which horror movie i thought was that was from, from the gremlins yeah, uh, yeah. right they might yeah. u- reuse it Although I think her just answering questions to the TV That's creepy. was <laughs> Super weird. so much creepier than the they're here. So yeah. Um, and then we get sort of this imagery of suburbia, all these houses looking the same. Uh, some yeah. dude on a bicycle doing a beer run, getting terrorized <laughs> by kids. Yeah, what a bummer, man. Leave this guy alone. They just like use the remote control cars to create a bike crash. <laughs> yeah. I remember when remote control cars were that. I mean, this movie is a really time capsule childhood. It's like stranger things, yeah. Yeah, like that bedroom is like everything that ever existed in my brother's oh, bedrooms. I had those Star yeah, Wars sheets. Exactly, um, we did too. Yeah, there's a lot of Star Wars. That like Jeffrey the giraffe, like 
yeah. blanket tucked up in a shelf or something. Yeah, but yeah super I, creepy clown for no, no reason. Hundred yeah. percent had no. Yeah, that was never that. a good idea. Like he's no. got to put yeah, a Chewbacca blanket over his clown every a night Chewbacca to go to coat. bed. Yeah, oh, yeah, pretty badass Chewbacca coat. I know. Yeah. Like also, Chewbacca still scared me as a kid too. So I was like putting a Chewbacca coat on the anyway, <laughs> getting out of ourselves. And the face uh, matched up just perfectly with the clown. Yeah. Yeah. I. He did not creep me out, but having the face right in line with where the clown's face would be. Did he lose a bet or something, though, to have that clown in his room? It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Who gave it to him and why? That? Right. Some just like mean relative uncle. Or, yeah. yeah, like, well, ugh. like fact, not fun fact, but a fact and spoiler alert for the end. And Bridget, I don't know if you saw this part when the clown. Oh, I saw it. That's why I asked if the little boy was still alive. Starts to <laughs> strangle. Oh, I see. Yeah. He starts to strangle him. Um. Yeah, uh, in in filming it, he started saying that he couldn't breathe, and they Steven Spielberg and other people on the set thought Great that he acting. was improvising. Yeah, but his face started turning purple because it just got too tight, and so Steven yeah. Spielberg like yelled cut and like wrestled him from this. There was like a couple of stories like that with the set with kids, and I'm like, hmm, how careful were we being? <laughs> like, yeah, 1982, careful bouncing around in the yeah. back of a station wagon, <laughs> right, no totally. seatbelts, careful. Yeah, exactly. Lighten your daddy's cigarette, careful. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, we get, spoiler alert, the only death in the movie. We have the canary in the coal mine scene where the, the bird dies. Uh, um, the first sign that maybe they shouldn't be here. Um, can I just I just want to comment on one thing, especially since I wasn't able to watch this in the movie. Uh, that changing remote scene where the neighbors... Yeah. <laughs> remote control speaking of poltergeist i had this happen to me when i first moved to san diego that one of my neighbors had a remote control that was turning on and off my ceiling fan really and it was very scary because it would come on in the middle of the night and the light would come on the light would oh go my off God. and awesome. then i understood my, my landlord told me that like all those ceiling fans that they saw at like home depot have the same remote and there's multiple channels inside and you can do like one up, two down, three up. It's like four channels and you can make a code, but they're all set to the same thing. So if you have a neighbor that lives close to you, so we were both just like fucking with each other, ceiling <laughs> fans. So when I saw that, I was like, and that really scared me. I was like, there's this house is haunted. Like, da, da, da. oh my gosh. But I was like, that's real. <laughs> yeah. But I, so it makes sense that the ceiling fan you would do, but like, if you're both watching a show at the same time, why would this be a problem? Just don't change the channel. Neither right. person it, changed the channel. And they know, they they, the, the guy wanted to watch his kids wanted to watch Mr. Rogers from they, his, from, from coach's house. No, from their house. But it's not like they have to be on the same channel. They just, the, the clicker. And I'm talking about the works. channel inside the clicker. I don't know what it's like in the 80s, oh. but there was a channel inside the remote that you would set the remote to. Oh, so you put it to three and then... But, but also, they, if you took my direct TV remote, it would work on other people's TVs. Yeah, just just do it manually on the TV. Exactly. And then just don't you mess know. with it while you're watching yeah. TV at the same time. Anyway, but yeah. I, it's a delightful story, though, Bridget, because I yes, was like, anyway. did, I honestly was like, would this actually work? So, nice. Well, I, just, I think it just shows the disharmony between these neighbors that all have to like yeah. live together. Um, well, and the boxes. channel changer was like such this icon of the 80s. Like, I mean, they oh, even who end... is that guy? Who's that know. guy, too? I recognize him. I don't know who he was. Yeah. Um, um, did the bird die because the ghosts came to the TV? That was my question. Maybe. I guess so. That's the kind of the first bad thing that happens. I sort of feel that it did, but yeah. who knows? Okay. 
Um, and then so you, you bury the bird with a Twizzler. Yeah, that was photo. so sad. <laughs> Family photo. Yeah, and in really case was. he gets lonely, I like started crying when Casey she was like cold. saying, "Oh my god, I couldn't handle that." Yeah, uh, yeah. And then... but then they bury it while the dog's like even watching where you're burying it, which is like <laughs> not a great. After she tries to flush it, which is wild. Like, don't flush a bird down your toilet. I thought um, that much. this little bro had a Baltimore accent because he was like, can we dig it up and see the bones? <laughs> <laughs> he looked That was so like the much. only time I... Oh, that's funny. He looks so much like the kid Walter from Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dad. And mm. it's different. He's too young, but I'm like, is that this kid? He just looked a lot like him. Those teeth, though... Yeah, that kid's he's got teeth. some rabbit teeth. I had those teeth back in the day. <laughs> Did you? Because in yeah. the shadows, like, there's yeah. one scene where he's like, <laughs> fully in shadow uh, it's kind of like i, like I know exactly the scene you're talking Holy about yeah fuck teeth i'm like <laughs> hold on little buddy <laughs> you'll make it through <laughs> you'll make yeah. it through yeah but god when teeth. your big teeth grow in and your space is so small it's just like <laughs> yeah so yeah little girl gets a goldfish to replace tweety um and then we cut to the parents smoking pot oh, um I and re- reenacting yeah, I diving um, <laughs> so good I just really enjoyed this movie that they seem to have like a really good relationship. Like mm-hmm. neither of them are a jerk. Like, you know, coach is leaning on the alcohol a little bit because, but his daughter lives in a TV now. I get it. <laughs> Not <laughs> yet. Oh, you mean later. No, like yeah. later. Like, I feel like that's the only thing it's like, you know, um, the mother Diane is a little more like, you know, is handling things better seemingly, but I just like that they smoke pot together. They really make each other laugh and they are, good parents and good spouses it's kind of good it's kind of great i like coach, yeah. coach was kind of giving me some philip vibes i don't know oh, there's something about him where i'm like that's you philip <laughs> interesting do you I feel could be that? a young coach from poltergeist yeah. uh, some of his other movies maybe not, i could you know. see that yeah i could see that um, yeah i love that i love that they were just smoking and that that mom was puffing away on that joint oh like, yeah she yeah. would be high as a kid. yeah they i mean they were high for a lot of this movie <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah totally i don't blame them but no, they went no, over no. to the neighbors oh my god oh my god, oh my god. Tried yeah. to explain. <laughs> yeah that was great um so yeah we get like the scene of kid freaked out by the clown um just no why does he have that clown um yeah. so he clock blocks his parents yeah <laughs> <laughs> i did enjoy i mean i like i thought it was a cute i mean there's like a lot of humor to this movie and like oh, yeah. um, the like I, I mean i i really also do the whole counting with um, same the, same i, I do same. The, i learned it from this movie oh interesting yeah somebody probably taught it to me yeah. from this movie i do it for like miles too of like oh how how i do it more of like do i need to get all children out of the park right now basically <laughs> is but, it miles is each second a mile because that's what i think i was told i've heard I that mean, whether it's true i don't know i don't know yeah exactly yeah. um but I do like the cut of like, it's getting farther and farther away. And so it's like, you think it's going to be fine. And then there's like a crazy strike and then it's just cut to all four of them in bed, Yeah, which, which makes, makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I thought that was really cute. And that's Why does where this we little boy sleep with a hat on, by the way, I just want to, he's anything? in like a full on baseball uniform. I think oh, I know. Okay. I thought how co- uncomfortable that would be. I yeah, would like sleep in point. a baseball cap sometimes. To bring don't ask me why. I don't know. I don't know. Just cause I was a nerd. Oh, Oof. that's interesting. I will sleep in a knit cap still. <laughs> Just if I'm cold. Um, so um, then this is where we get the they're here. So this is where 237, we have another 
Star Spangled Banner oh. playing. Yeah, and... I just wanted to point out one other thing that creeped me out, which I don't think was supposed to be creepy, but it was it was little Carol Ann on that play phone in her bed, just like dialing the phone uh, oh, and then being like, said it's call for back. you. Oh, and I think it was funny. like, if, if it was out of this movie, I would be like, this that's be cute. cute. Yeah. But there was something about it that just, I'm like, why is she just sitting there awake? And like, I didn't realize they were in the same bedroom for like 10 minutes. Right, yeah. They never really showed them together. And I was like, this is a big house. Why is there not enough bedrooms for everybody? (laughs) And I guess those would be the two that would share a bedroom, but it seemed weird that the two of them, I don't know. They're just, in the way they had the bedrooms, it was almost like her side of the room was like a totally different set Mm -hmm. than his side of the room. So, yeah. Yeah. I think they just needed them to be in the room later. Um, That house sold for about a million dollars in like 2007. Um, There's no way it only had three, two bedrooms. Well, three. Oh, right. I I constantly forget about the other daughter (laughs) because she disappears for just chunks of this movie. Without I know they kind of can't decide if she's like 16 or like 22. <laughs> the actress was 21, she was but 21, she, was, right? yeah. she was playing 16. It was yeah. supposed to be a daughter from his previous marriage is what. The novelization does that, right? Yeah. Like they, right. Because because when he's being interviewed and he's like, um, you know, my wife is 32 and my daughter is 16. And I think they like ex- explain it. Not that you can have a kid at 16, but they were like, no, she didn't. It's like, she's like the step daughter yeah which is interesting Mm. Mm, i see so we're at breakfast now the next day and some little things start to happen i just i do like their little like cereal banter it's like you're a barf bag um (laughs) and then if somebody get they could call like some other kind of bag which i was like why do we just call everybody bags of things in the 80s dominique dunn who plays the older daughter looks so much like gabby hoffman to me yeah Mm. i was getting those vibes kind of the same vibe right yeah yeah so this like glass breaks and like glassy milk spills everywhere. Yeah, what um, happened? Look, why did that glass break? Was that part of a poltergeist? The poltergeist, yeah. <laughs> okay. Go 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 ghosts. <laughs> but it's almost like the movie doesn't. I mean, in in no in one a good notices. Way, I guess. Yeah, and it doesn't like it doesn't even clue the audience in that much. This mom like, is really high though. She just does not yeah. know what's going on at all. It's she cool. does those construction workers. Yeah. What a bummer, man. Ugh. Like. I get that, that is my it's bummer. Eighties. Oh I'll yeah, totally. Sure. I'll just say it later too. <laughs> well, I, that's why I wrote. I was like, it's the eighties. I get it, but I, I'm also triggered. Actually, that triggered me more than anything. Was those construction workers just like in your looking her in the eye? I know. And they're just commenting on the daughter, and then the mother's, and then the daughter like does the macarena to give them the middle <laughs> right, finger. <yeah. laughs> <laughs> and then and then the mother's like good for her and i'm like not like no bad for you tell them to stop like sex like you know assaulting your daughter in her own backyard so and i then, didn't oh go ahead one of those guys is uh sunny landham i think is his name he was in uh, predator which we'll probably watch oh. anyways uh anyways in real life sort of a bad dude so it's it's even creepier uh. And I forget what he did. I'm pretty sure he's killed someone or something like that. Right. But like bad things. Um, yeah. I didn't I didn't quite understand what was happening with the swimming pool. I was like thinking of National Lampoon's Christmas vacation. Then after that, I was like, oh, oh yeah, building the swimming pool. But like, boy, did I I realize that that is actually very scary to me. Like just a big oh, empty dirt pit mud, mud hole. Yeah, it's really gross. Very scary, especially when coach jumps in it later and it's like deep. And I was yeah. like, ah, 
He oh. thinks his daughter is in, so he does a cannonball <laughs> a mud pit. And he, like, he's a big man, so he, yeah, I know he's gonna know. like kick her in the face. Um, anyway, so yeah, we get sort of the chair stacking, um, and then they start experimenting with chairs, and then of course also experimenting with kids by putting the football helmet on her and like. <laughs> go for a ride these parents are very high the yes. mother's reaction to this i mean i really enjoyed it actually because it would have been pretty miserable to see parents just freak out yeah. for two hours sure. you know and it would have been a short movie you would have been yeah. like nope yeah. we're getting the fuck out of here which, yeah, and exactly. then arguably you know. it should have been so, a little shorter of a yeah movie, my yeah. couchmate was like okay so basically the gimmick of the neighborhood is just so they don't move out right away is that the fact that coach is like the developer or the architect right. or what have you what do you mean just that he is like one of the the top salesmen or mm-hmm. sales reps yeah, for he the, doesn't want to get out he doesn't just leave the neighborhood right away because he's like well i built this you know but I think it was also that they they made them as sort of these, you know, not out there, but they're, you know, smoking pot, they're mm-hmm. free thinkers. And yeah. there's even a line with like the, the wife is like, you know, imagine that, like we're these free thinking people yeah, like, like we used to be when, we're, rum- or, when we're younger right. and yeah. nothing really bad has happened at this point. And so they're just like, oh, yeah. this is a cool new thing. Right. Um, nothing to just get freaked out. Yeah, I mean, these people are only like two years off of the 70s, which, you know what I mean? Like, we think, oh, because decades were like, we think about them now, like, this is what happened in the 60s, 70s, 80s. But like, these people are hippies. Like, they're not, they're just, yeah. Which I think is kind of interesting, actually. And at this point, the ghosts are kind of wacky. They're just stacking chairs, zipping stuff across the room. And I did read that, like, there was, you know, it was fun to read about the practical effects of like wires and different mm-hmm. things, which you could yeah. tell, like it pays off and mm-hmm. the CGI, like you can tell that too. Yeah. <laughs> like, <Ugh>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, so we get the jump cut to them going over the neighbor's high. Were um, you reading about this edit? Because yeah. I, when this first, when I first watched it, where the mother is like describing, it's so great. She's like, I, it's hard to even describe. Like, it's like, well, Carol Ann is like, um, you know, I, what are we going to, you didn't even make dinner. It's like, we'll go to Pizza Hut. Anyway, you got to try this. Like you sit down and it'll pull you and it's hard to, it's just, it's like it reaches inside you. And then you just, and then it just cuts to them at the neighbor's yeah. house. And I loved it. I'm like, what a genius edit. This is incredible <laughs> because it's almost like Mrs. White in Clue. It's just like going off and then yeah. they cut it. But I was reading that, um, and Phil, it sounds like you you read the same thing where yeah. um, it cuts because at some point Craig T. Nelson um, says that he doesn't like Pizza Hut and Pizza Hut got upset about it. So they had to cut the scene before he <laughs> said that. I know, but I it's like my favorite part of the movie of like that cut and then cut to them high at the neighbor's house. Yeah. It's, hila- it's all so hilarious. Because well, it's almost like here? she's still explaining yeah. what was going on, but she's <laughs> yeah. just like, yeah. like no, no, let's go talk to the neighbors. It's so <laughs> good. It. And he's it. just and he's like freaking out against the wall. It's so good. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. 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 Um and then of course we start cranking this movie up to eleven. Um <laughs> they do not mess around at this point. No, the uh, next prank the ghost has is a kid-eating tree. They go from stacking yeah. chairs uh. like Barcelona and mimes to <laughs> a kid-eating tree. It's wild. That 
that was really, I mean, if I was a kid, that would have really, really scared me. Like I the think, thought of being swallowed alive by something was like built yeah. in from the eighties, especially I think we talked about it with like whales and sharks and all the things. Oh, that never ending story. Yeah. The never ending story, pits, like the, the pits, pits, the sadness, the goo. The goo. And so, yeah, I don't but understand I, how coach got him out of there. Like I swore his leg got ripped off. I thought his leg got ripped off too. His torso would be ripped off, but I guess it wasn't that. Well, and that's horrific. where this movie and Bridget, I don't know if you've seen, did you see the part where the paranormal, probably not. No, the paranormal psychologist gets bit in the no, side. No. I mean, it's just hard to know. Like, um, again, I think the movie probably had a hard time deciding. Like they really wanted that PG rating. And so it was like, how dangerous is this stuff? Like, yeah. it, can th would this tree kill him? Or what does that mean when he gets swallowed? And like the the parapsychologist like had a huge shark bite from yeah. a ghost. So it's like, that's real. Like yeah. it has like real effects. So it was hard to tell with that kid. Like, right. I totally thought his leg got ripped off or like, you know, I don't know. It's hard to tell like what the stakes were. He just were. got and slimed and he just got tree slimed. pooped out. Sapped. But as an adult, I would say, like, I could see as a kid that being so scary. As an adult, I think it's the puppetry is it's really cool effects, yeah, but it doesn't. Yeah. That part is, I would argue, like, the least scary part of the movie would be the tree because it's just too much. It's like, okay, this is a goo tree that's going right. to eat this kid. No, 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 no. It, it, it wasn't as scary this time around. As a kid, um, though, yeah. I totally get it. Yeah. Sure. And then also, like, how powerful are these ghosts? Because I would assume that they controlled the tornado in California <gasps> that, like, then sucks up this tree. Yeah, um, I know. It's hard to tell, like, how no one else in this neighborhood is really experiencing It's like nobody anything. else is having the thunderstorms and nobody else is having <laughs> hard to tell. The, the I think they're tornado. having the storm. Well, yeah, maybe it is just very localized at their house. It's hard. Um, and is it because yeah. their house in particular is on the burial ground or the whole neighborhood? The whole neighborhood was, but I think it's the fact that this one really bad ghost is also there. Mm -hmm. Got yeah. I think because there's all these spirits that are there and I think they're the ones sort of moving trees and bending spoons and stuff like that. Got but it. then it's this one that sort of wakes up as well and is like, no, I'm going to Screw up some shit, up. you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what Zelda says. Speaking um, of fucking shit up, Carol Ann. Yeah. Just nobody's paying attention to her. At all. Or it's a very chaotic, yeah. like, I mean, I guess if both of your children are getting sucked into something, it's hard to tell, like, how to divide and conquer. But, like, I feel like well, the mom was just, like, I can tell you how divide and, and conquer. Helping. Yeah, divide and conquer. Don't all go yeah. along with one and just screaming at the one who's screaming What's at the other. What's over here? Yeah. Oh, wait, yeah. what about the other one? Let's go. Yeah. Them. So I was reading that Carol Ann and Kelly, I can't remember, Kelly O'Rourke, I think is the little girl's name. Um, Heather. Yeah. Heather O'Rourke, thank you. Um, right. Right. When she is getting sucked into the closet, um, which I think is where you probably stopped fully watching it, right, Bridget? Um, after, well, no, once, once she's... Oh, crap. TV is when I stopped watching. Well, apparently the little girl, I mean, like, it's kind of a freaky movie to film, but that was the only scene that she actually got really, really scared with. So Stephen Spielberg said, like, they did it once and she really freaked out. And she's they're like, you don't have to ever see, film a scene like that again. And so I think when you see, spoiler alert, the same scene happens later, and it's pretty clear that it, she's a doll. <laughs> like, the boy <laughs> is on, the son is on the bed, and then he's like, like a cat, like a my kid sister is basically like <laughs> next to him. 
<laughs> like, and it's pretty clear. And I'm like, oh, I bet like Steven Spielberg was to his word, like did not make her film this. Yeah. Movie. I feel yeah. like he must have talked to kids though about things they're scared of, unless he's like that tapped in. Because again, I had a walk-in closet. I was lucky as mm. a kid. I never have had a walk-in closet since, but um, it was a very scary, it was a wonderful place to me during the day. And then at night it was like oh, instantly terrifying. Mm. I was like, do yeah. I want the light on? Do I want the light off? Is somebody thinking coming out of there, coming in there? So like channeling, slurping yeah. everything into that is very. That's interesting. Real. I was reading that the clown and something else was his own experience of like being really freaked out. It might've been the tree. The tree. It was the tree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the closet, that's a, that's an interesting one. Now I do have the, the plot points pulled up if it's helpful <laughs> since I, uh, well, yeah, Carol Ann is missing. And we talked about the coach diving into the swimming pool. They're searching everywhere for her. Yeah. And then they're like the swimming pool because the mom does say something she's earlier. Already, yeah. She's already she's worried. High. Yeah. yeah. She's worried about that, but it's kind of like Chekhov's muddy swimming pool dive mm-hmm. because we can see uh, that. Yeah. There, right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but they hear her in the TV um, or just yeah, around. Eventually. They... What a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I guess we learned that they don't go to the police, which I guess he wouldn't. I mean, I was trying to think of like, what would you do? Um, but they go to like the paranormal psychology folks. I'd go to everyone, LA. you know. <laughs> so I can't. Yeah, I couldn't figure out why. They. It's just kind of a little bit of a accepted fact that like they know they shouldn't tell anybody about this because it could be dangerous right. for Carol Ann. But I don't. I don't really guess. I. I guess I just accepted that until this very moment. Where I'm like, yeah, oh, like yeah, why? tell her teachers. Like she's like, oh, right. she can come to school. No, she's, she's out trapped sick. in the TV. They they oh. say, they say they have the out... flu. They yeah. say like the whole family has the flu, which is why Coach hasn't been to work. And it seems like maybe something like two weeks has passed or something, mm. or a week. Yeah. And they really haven't told. They haven't told anybody to the point that they have to send their son in a taxi to his grandmother's house like no one can drive him no one they've ever yeah. met like but i thought like that was like such a weird thing to do the son and the dog and then dominique dunn is at like a motel i guess like who knows where they don't ever say or did i just miss that like she, she just they're like what is her name dana is spending a lot of times with friends so we don't see her a lot I'm like why what's happening um well it says um, that the family is going to a holiday inn so well at the end the oh, end yeah. they do that oh. but she yeah but she i guess they just say that she said it's interesting because she's there sometimes freaking out and very obviously worried about her little sister and worried about everything but then when she's off screen it's as if she like doesn't give a shit they're like <laughs> oh yeah she's just at a friend's house as usual okay. going to movies you know yeah um... it's interesting but yeah, they get the experts to the house and mm-hmm. um, they're like, yeah, room is still going crazy. We're, we're not getting a whole lot of sleep. And it's just like, no shit. Like you have like <laughs> right. a monster tornado room in your house and you guys are still living right. in this house. Like the the room. I mean, I like the joke of like the guy, like the, we kind of have like our nerd squad come in and he's like, I filmed a child's toy move from one side to another. It took seven hours, but I did in time lapse. It was a big deal. And then the coach's look, it was like, okay, yeah. And he just like <laughs> opens this like fucking nightmare room with it's like a tornado of, and this is where you get the CGI, which must have right, at the time yeah. been so cool. But for us, it's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like little cartoons across the room. Um, <laughs> But yeah, you're like, you have a tornado room and like out and he's like, we don't really go in there anymore, which I 
thought like Caroline was still in there. I'm like, yikes, harsh. But I guess she's kind of everywhere. Like you can talk sure. to her through a TV or in she's the in house. a different realm, sort of thing. Yeah. Right. And so they don't go into the room anymore. But now, like the whole house is haunted. Into her life force. What is it about Caroline that? Uh... It's her pure life energy is sort of what it's it's sort of enticing mm. to the dead the dead actually don't know and this is all from like zelda. i forget if it's the first ex- it's zelda okay i think um, the other experts have no clue what's going on <laughs> what yeah. is zelda's name tangina <laughs> uh yep um, it's tangina it tangina tangina <laughs> well apparently tangina, there is a scene tangina <laughs> i will oh man i will say that like her just happen on the film which i really like i'm like oh my god it's zelda but like it i think there was a scene that was cut that like the one um the parapsychologist the woman that's kind of the leader talks to her supervisor or her mentor and he's like, like you know you need to bring tangina into the mix and stuff and kind of like explains who this person <laughs> is but they cut that so then all of a sudden i feel like you're just presented with the woman from team witch who is yeah. you're presented with the tangina yeah <laughs> yeah and i guess zelda rubenstein in real life was kind of a medium or or, or was right, known yeah. to at said. least self-proclaimed to be clairvoyant which is wild um she's fascinating if you read about her um and so i also enjoy that like when these parapsychologists are there like the mother is like diane is still trying to host and she's yeah. like I'm so, things are a mess i'm so sorry it's like i'm so embarrassed I'm so embarrassed that my it's like what <laughs> like it's what kind of interest her character i really really like her is it mary mary beth williams or what's her name joe, joe, beth, joe williams. beth williams i really love her she and, was in the big chill yes um, yeah 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 exactly um and she is just, yes, not really <laughs> freaking out, but rather just neurotic. It was like, oh, I should have made, you know, do you yeah. want some liquor? Casserole. Want put... It's wild. Yeah. And yeah. Coach is just kind of dealing it with dealing with it by drinking He's a beer an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then there is the line, I think one of the uh, experts, I think it's Ryan goes, you know, it could be outer space. It could be inner space and i was like i know yes, <laughs> yes exactly yeah totally i at one point um the mother i think it's like when they kind of conjure her up and then the experts are they're just kind of throwing stuff at the wall they're just kind of like mm-hmm. it could be this but i don't know but tell her not to go to the light but maybe she should who knows yeah um, but then the mother just screams at whatever it is Oh yeah, exactly. The mother screams, "You bastard! She's just a baby!" And it's like, "Who's the bastard? <laughs> Who? <laughs> what is it that the has ghosts. this girl?" Yeah. I know it's just so funny. Aww. It's just like it's just so funny to be like, "You bastard!" It's like I don't think this is like a man. <laughs> like I don't know. It's just interesting. So this is this is when we learn that there is like a dark, dark ghost, dark beast. Well, that's really when we get so with Tangina. Well, Tangina. now we get first we get a whisper conversation right. that seeming, seems to go on for like a half an hour. They're yeah. whispering at night, and I don't know why. I think it's like maybe just because it's sleepy time, and we're not going to disturb anybody, any human or ghost. It's kind of inexplicable because everybody's awake, but everybody's whispering. Um, and the woman psychologist, like, um, what's the son's name? Robbie, mm-hmm. Robert um is saying like maybe i could die and like you could tie a rope around me and i could go back and bring carol ann back and then the mother's like well she's not dead 
she's at the television or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the parapsychologist is like, well, when some people die, they don't know they're dead. And some people like this woman talks for like yeah. an hour whispers at him. And I'm like, I can't understand anything. I, well, she's been I think she's improvising as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm like this parapsychologist like doesn't know what she's talking about. I just like couldn't. Where do these it. people come from? I, I did see like the start of the first scene where they got there. Like, I do you just like at look UCLA. at the yellow pages and you're I, just like, I, think- I- I think they're based in the university, aren't they? Paranormal psychologists. I assumed it's like the West Coast version of the Ghostbusters. You know, mm-hmm. they're just okay. like one of them is a professor at a university yeah. and the others. Yeah. Are, yeah. Um, yeah, because I definitely she, haven't. I was just saying the lead woman right. say that she's like a psychologist, but she spends all her time as a hobby. She spends most of her time doing this. So, but then she was really clear. She's like, there's no certification. Like you can't get better. Like it's fresh, you know, anyway, it was kind of nice. <laughs> they certainly weren't overconfident. No. Yeah. And then we get the, the scene with the nerdy guy going for a snack. Um, Jesus. Yeah. I definitely re- remember this. Oh yeah. Scene from back in the day of just like the meat moving on the thing Aww. and then just sort of exploding in like grossness. Yeah. And then the. I would argue, I mean, that seems to be from a different kind of film, too. Like, yeah. I don't know if the movie yeah. needed that. It's like, well, why are there maggots on the meat? Like, what are the ghosts trying to do? Like, that's gross, gross. But yeah, it's a gross it just, tactic scare. Right. And then and then I feel like they I mean, it's I feel like if Steven Spielberg could edit it another time, because when he's looking at his face and you know what's going to happen. Yeah. And then. All of a sudden, it's a doll. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and like these weird hands. He needed like one Those more flashback to him. Even Spielberg's hands. Yeah, and then it, just like bleh, it looked like, like just... one of those like Weimaraner dogs with the human hands coming out <laughs> cooking yeah. in the kitchen. You know yeah, and they're like, it "I'm was cooking your face." I and did watch just, that scene because I and had it's to see just a puppet. I mean, it's just so. Yeah. 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 Well, as a four-year-old, yeah. it looks really, really real. But it um, does get really gross. I mean, it's very gory. Yeah. It's just like his blood and skeleton, and then it's like not real. Well, but the I bite is still real. I forgot he didn't die. Oh, did you think that's how he died? Yeah. Interesting. That's as what a I kid, it. as a kid, I'm sure I would think that. It's I'm like, sure. Yeah, I, like Chitty Chitty Bang Bang was real. Instantly buried my head in my dad's like lap and just like yeah. It's pretty gross. It's and really I gross. knew I also knew it was coming because it was on a website, right? Sure, but like sure, sure, sure. it, if I hadn't have, it might have freaked me out even more because it it kind of comes out of nowhere. Like, what? Yeah. Like, now yeah. this movie is about body horror. I just like, think it was a, another, yeah, like another scare tactic. And also, there was a lot of like looking in the mirror fear. I think in the eighties, like the Bloody oh, Mary of yeah. it all, oh, and the, those little like heat lights in your bathroom. Yeah, totally. Which you do love. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they see an actual ghost in the stairs. Um, I think this is where I have the note that these experts are useless. And <laughs> that, yeah. And they're like, just now does it occur to the parents to send the other kids away? Like, I get right. both parents not wanting to leave Carol Ann, totally get that. But you need to get your other children to safety. Like, why are we sleeping in this house day in and day out? And they're not even leaving the house. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of wild. No, it, it's crazy. And I would have sent the other kids away immediately. And then, yeah, there's oh, a line gosh. of just like, oh, call me, okay? When you get to <laughs> Cleveland or wherever. <laughs> By taxi. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, then we sort of get, um, this sort of exposition where he hasn't told the boss, they go up 
say, well, we're going to move you to this other spot once we move this other cemetery. And then he informs them that like, oh, this whole place was over this cemetery, which like, I mean, this is, I guess, sort of like suburbs LA. Like how many people died there that they they did this huge, like acres and acres of cemeteries. Um, I know there's so many, like it's nothing but a cemetery. It seems like where they decided to build. And then I like to, I mean, part of my bummer was that they were trying to build into a hillside. I like that coach was like, well, this view is great for people that live here, but I don't know if, you know, I'm going to love it because you're building into a hillside. And he's like, well, you'll be living here. And like, you know, talking about ruining the Ville, but view, but like, there's also a cemetery on that hill. I'm like, well, that kind of sucks too. (laughs) Like, like, yeah. Like it already, yeah. your view already has a cemetery on the hill. And now like, yeah, it's just such an interesting, I think there's some more space there that they're not looking into. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And of course, this they is where we cheap. have Zelda shows up and yeah. um, the drunk dad uh, starts making some cracks about her height. It's like, oh, I didn't hear really that. The... Oh, yeah. It's... Coach? Yep. Oh. He talks I about like, it. you know, is this like, what sort of side of the rainbow are we going to be exploring? It's it's what? bad, but yeah, he is Whoa, not. He I doesn't take it. her serious and like is constantly, yeah, hmm. throwing height digs at her. I don't know why I missed all that. I actually thought that at towards the end, at least, it felt like Coach was zoned into her more than the parapsychologist. He just seems so despondent with the parapsychologist. Not like he didn't respect them, but it's like this is not what they do. Yeah. This is not. We're just. Ho- he seems like so hopeless um oh wow i didn't i didn't catch that um and let's see um i just have that this part like you have zelda it's a lot of tell and don't show which was kind of the whisper scene too and maybe that's where i like zoned out a little bit because i'm like okay like sure because she's talking about what this could possibly be and where carolyn is and the difference and stuff and it was just it was hard to imagine what she was talking about. And like, you don't even, you don't see anything at all. You just hear that this girl is in the wall sometimes. Yeah. But then she does at the end switches it into this badass sort of like coach at halftime speech is like, we're going to go in there. We're yeah. going to get your daughter. And you know, these right. ghosts <laughs> don't know what's coming for them. And yeah. And then I think the dad gets on board at this point. He's, Maybe that's he's coach. what it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cause he did like take a knee and he's like looking her in the <laughs> <Yeah>. eye. Um, <laughs> I get it now, you know? Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, they, the dad has to yell at her to get her to like get out of the clutches of the bad I know that was so sad is like the, yeah. she's having she and and everything seems so urgent like they're talking to Carol Ann and then Zelda senses that she's being trapped by this ghost and it is freaky the way she says like to her it looks like a child it's freaky I mean Zelda talking about it is freaky yeah um where it's Wait, like she doesn't the ba- little girl thought that the, the mean ghost looked like a child right yeah. yeah it's like to her it's just another child but this is a mean ghost that ha- he's manipulating what's it gonna her. do to her I well, it's kind of unclear. I guess killer. I guess she would just stay trapped there. Suck her life force or something like that, because I assume. I think oh. the bad ghost is using her to control all the other ghosts who are like And it fine. needs child juice like the Hocus Pocus yeah. witches. Basically, yeah, yeah, I think that's kind of the premise. <laughs> that like they're all attracted to her life force and they don't know why. They God, don't know why Carol that's Ann. the case. I know. Um, but yeah, like the parents have to act like they're mad at her to kind of, I don't know why it like snaps her out of it. Cause she's like seduced by this dark ghost. Um, and then they come up with like the tennis ball situation. Then they zone in that like her closet is the portal like that, yeah. like that she's, you know, 
um that maybe she could pass maybe she's stuck but like maybe the the passing is from her closet down to like the living room or whatever so they test it with some tennis balls and then and then like i just was not expecting this joke in the middle of it where then zelda is like i'm going in after her and like she's like roping herself up and then um the mom's like no it has to be me she'll come to me um you know but you've like, never e- done this easier. before it's like but neither have you it's like you're right you go it's just like so hilarious <laughs> I liked it, it's yeah. like oh my god it's wild um and the whole thing is taking place like yelling in like wind which yeah. is so great but you've never done this before neither have you i don't know it's like kind of amazing um, and then of course we get just like multiple directions like towards the light away from the light the light will kill you no the light will protect you i didn't and get that yeah it was really no that one was, did in this movie no it, one did in this movie that was confusing like which way it's like yeah run no run towards the light like no not too far it kind of felt like towards the light could be heaven but death and right. then in the middle is trapped forever and then, but then there's something worse, I guess, it's, hell. Well, it, it's sort of like she needed to do like a fake out, like a rope-a-dope of like go towards the light and then like fake out the monster. And because I think it's more confusing when you're the closer you are to the light, but who who knows? But that's you know? the thing. It's like, that's so much tell and don't show. Cause like, you don't see any of yeah. that. So you're like, what is happening up there? <laughs> um, yeah. And then eventually diane does you know go in and then it's this like pull you've got to pull i didn't understand like i would have like you're tied a rock some, climber isn't yeah it? i would like, have t- i just would have tied climber. some would have tied some different knots i will say and i probably <laughs> would have like harnessed like secured in a kind of different way because no one's got a really good handle on this rope no one um and so I guess Diane is like tied in the middle, like nodded herself up to it. And then they're yeah. kind of like passing it through. And then like coach disobeys Zelda. I guess it's the whole light argument. And then he sees like a crazy skull. Like he just pulls, I think he just to pull her out. It doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Crazy skull, Bridget, maybe you saw that scene. Crazy skull comes out of the closet at him. It's mm-hmm. kind of like a jump scare. Um, and then Diane and um, Carol Ann pass through like the river of slime all <laughs> gooped up um they got ghost birthed yeah no. it does look like that and they can't they, breathe yet like baby throw her into the the bath that they had prepared they had prepared that, that does it um that does it and they both wake up good. and then immediately they start breathing and then the parapsychologists are like that's right and they close <laughs> the door to give them privacy and i'm like maybe monitor them for a second (laughs) give them let's watch them for a full five minutes just make sure well we see it was a job well done yeah this is a common theme with them because zelda is instantly like very proud and she goes this house is clean and then she packs it up and goes to not i know know, that was yeah. Who knows? Wherever she Vacay lives, time. to hang out with Robin Lively. Mm-hmm. But like it, it is wild because you're like, is Zelda a con artist? Does she not know what she's talking about? Was the the, the was it clean? She for got a them second? out. Well, right, but like, why so? But I don't know. Proudly? I think about it. I like think... you know, you don't always know what everything is. Like it's like medicine. Like they're like, up, oh, we got that out, we cleaned that up, but then it's like, up, nope, it came back. 
Yeah. You know I mean? Hubris, though. Like, she, you would have thought, like, yeah, maybe we haven't. But it's sometimes literally... people in medicine act like that, too. Yeah. The next day, luckily, they're making the right decision of moving out. Yeah. But, like, not the right decision of, like, they're just still staying the night there. Yeah. Um, I really expected, because I clicked on the clicker, and it's, like, 26 minutes. Yeah. What? Because you thought that was the end of the movie? Well, kind of. And it was, it is like a two hour movie, too, isn't it? Yeah, it's a little long. So it's a little long. And then I'm like, perfect ending, kind of. Like, whatever. Just make a joke about moving. And then we zoom out at the cul de sac. But then we just have. Like, it's like the second time they go to the bottom of the Titanic and you're like, enough. <laughs> like, I don't want to see it again. I just saw it. Yeah. And at this point, I just have zero sympathy for this family. Like, guys, if you can't handle not being in that house anymore, because Diane's like, oh, so many memories. I'm like, what in the fuck? Like, you spent two weeks in a nightmare in this house. Like, yeah, there's but no 15 way. 15 years of great living. 15 and then years just of great like, living. At least stay with a neighbor. I yeah. mean, at least stay with yeah. They don't like their else. neighbors. They don't like their neighbors. I wouldn't do is take a bath. I couldn't yeah. believe it. I couldn't well, believe it. He goes <laughs> off to work, working late. She yeah. takes a bath and a does like a private bubble bath. A hair the, treatment. The kids are sleeping <laughs> in the same bedroom that yep. sucked nope. no furniture, oh, nope. no toys. It nope. has furniture. It's wild. But it has no toys or anything in it. And well, the clown it, is still it there. It has the clown. That made it. I know. I'm but like, it's why? also like, it's not even new. Like, it's the same closet that tries to suck them in again. Of course it does. It's just so strange to me, this, the choice. Anyway. Um, we get the crazy rotating room for the mom that teaches her maybe not to take I the saw bath. that that's kind of fun that was fun, was fun. That was fun the yeah. way they did that um it reminds me of uh there's like this fun house down ocean city called aladdin's lamp that kind of had a <laughs> thing like this that you could like walk on um and then we get the mud the mother ends up the mother's kind of kicked out of the house she's kind of yeah. zoomed out she gets, like pushed out. out yeah and then we get the other yeah so uh, up from the pool is coming all of these like uncoffined skeletons <laughs> right and Which, coffins joe beth williams was very nervous about doing the scene because oh. of all the, like the electrical equipment when mm. filming this and so steven spielberg had to like stand in the water and it's like okay if you get electrocuted i'm gonna get electrocuted too hmm. that would make me feel um, better actually but i mean how about just like whatever she's worried about you fix that use a little tape yeah. and uh <laughs> He yes. seems wild. Like, well, I was also reading that they said it was cheaper to get real skeletons rather than fake ones. What? So they're real? That, that's that? true. But I also heard that that was what? really common. But it's like what? pretty much, it's not just this movie. It's like pretty much most movies that they would do that. But These where are people do you get that donated real... their body to movies? Yep. Yeah, uh, <laughs> screw science. I wouldn't mind in the. But true. I mean, but truthfully, where would you get? A, I mean, if you told me I had twenty four hours to either get a fake skeleton or a real skeleton, I will tell you which one I would try to get. Like, how do you get a real <laughs> you, skeleton? You, you'll say which one you'll try to get, but that may not be the one yeah. you actually are able I to guess, get. But truly, what would be your steps in getting a real skeleton? Call up H H Holmes it? and be like, "I need a skeleton." H H Holmes. It's, it's too many shout outs on this podcast. <laughs> If you, yeah, anyway, if you Google that, it could be come back to haunt you. So, you oh. know what I mean? Don't, 
if you're like, where do I get a dead body? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Oh, I see. (laughs) Yeah, totally. And I was, it was kind of a pun too. Oh, I I do think that it's just easier. I I don't know if that's still the same today. Um, I don't know, but anyways, (laughs) it's wild to me. Her, her like trying to climb out of that mud. Oh yeah. It's very nerve wracking. Why is it? I mean, is that like a ghost thing? Like why all of a sudden is the lawn mud? Like it's like they built the pool on an adobe house. Well, like they didn't, why would that be They the haven't case? filled it. It's just if they were digging it out and then they haven't put cement in it yet. And so it's I guess those construction under, workers it's been weren't raining. great. Yeah, and they were yeah. terrible. It's been raining a lot in Southern California. Yeah, it's been raining a ton <laughs> as it does. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I guess she eventually gets back into the house to try to stop well, the sucking. The neighbors show up and she's right. like, help me. And they're like, nah. <laughs> she's no like, thanks. Ben, Ben. Which help is... me with my children. And they're like, I know. Nah. His role house. in it is interesting. I know. Um, and then we get, I feel like the other quote from this, like the iconic, you only moved the headstones, didn't you? Like you left the yeah. bodies, like why, yeah. why, why? Um, Which was funny because mm. when they said that they built on a cemetery, it didn't, it didn't occur to me that they wouldn't do that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, probably just built on top of it. They probably just knocked over the headstones with sledgehammers, and then I'm like, it's oh, probably right. not legal for like you know, no sanitation and no, totally. But I guess I just hadn't, it hadn't occurred to me the twist. I'm like, oh, right, they would have, right. right, they would have told people at least they moved the bodies, yeah. right, um developers man that's a fun twist to a movie though i i liked that it's like yeah. oh cool um because uh, i guess it answered my question because i wasn't thinking about that so when they were talking about building on the cemetery i'm like coach like you know what's up like tell somebody <laughs> and then i'm like oh he thinks they moved the bodies right. um um they end up getting getting everyone out um with a lot of screams Everyone yeah, I mean, is screaming at everybody. <laughs> now the neighbors know because the house implodes. Uh, daughter definitely screaming, what the hell's going on? Uh, cars <laughs> are crashing that. into other things. And What's then happening? they get the hell out. of It was another cut where like I didn't see the <laughs> other the older daughter get in the car. I was like, did they just drive off without I know. her? I think she's um, there. I mean, she, is she there. oh, my God, she Dominique Dunn screams what's happening yeah. <laughs> Screams, what's happening at the top of her lungs which is so true i mean that's, that's true right oh yeah. my god totally but it's just so funny also she's two weeks into this thing like she's seen some shit she should know that like she should just feel lucky she's not like the chosen child or what have right. you i mean totally. well she's a little too jaded and knowledgeable about the world hence she knows about the holiday now, i read a part um, of one of the bummer. surveys that are surveys uh summaries that she was like on a date at some point is that something you see or is it just mentioned or not they just at all? talked they talk about her being on the date we did talk about her spending the night at friends houses and then why is I she still... on a date while well, her family's in a ghost crisis well they really again like they she's all over her character is all over the place and um not her character, but like the what her character does on paper is all over the yeah, place. Yeah. I think she acts, she's quite likable. Mm-hmm. And it's weird yeah. to me that she's not in more of this movie. I don't know if it's just that they couldn't, you know, right? It was just too much dialogue or I don't know. Yeah, I mean, two hour movie already. So they had to cut yeah. some stuff. Right, obviously. right. But what Phil's alluding to is when they all decide to go to the Holiday Inn, she's like, oh yeah, I remember that place, place off 51. And the mother's like, what? And she's like, what? And I'm like, are you implying that you're... <laughs> 
freshly 16 year old daughter has like spent multiple nights at a holiday inn yeah with, yeah, with that who? Is what wow. they're i didn't like that that seems very 80s That's because weird. i feel like in this family, I, I think that would be a really big deal <laughs> to find sure. out, yeah. I would think. That's not yeah, cool. I think so. Um, uh, then they finally go to the Holiday Inn. Uh, they tuck themselves in and chuck the TV out. And then huge yeah. sort of like crane pan away. And uh, that's the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I was like, Katie, this is the yeah. end of the movie. Wow. Yeah, I mean, the, the, and it ends It ends and begins in the song that I think is called Carol Ann's song that is a very sweet, like, lullaby-ish song. That's actually not even creepy. It's not, like, such a juxtaposition, but it's almost like a Goonies, like, what an adventure we had. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, well, I asked cool. my questions, especially during <laughs> the second part of the movie where I wasn't uh, available. Although, I know. Do you have any other I questions? I think I, I think I understand it. I mean, I did read the summary and you guys filled it in and I kind of like get it just from what I saw. I mean, the tennis ball thing is the only scene I didn't really see, but I feel like I mm-hmm. somehow know that it. for some reason. Um, but yeah, those were the the main questions I had. Did you have any others? Well, did you? Uh, my question is for you. Did you get to see Zelda a little bit? My bummer. My bummer for you was. I be know. Like, oh, I hope she gets to see her. I saw pictures of her, and I okay. saw it was just wild. Like I cut. I couldn't even like physically bring myself back to the movie. So Oof. I know. Oof. I know. Um. All right. How about Hummers, Bummers, and, and Dummers? Um. Let's start with our bummers um just because that's the first note i i saw uh i can go it's i know you said this is an iconic line of just like (laughs) coach saying you move the headstones but you didn't move the bodies his family is still in peril when he's doing this they're still inside the house yeah like in trouble And he's taking the time to like yell at this guy, like yell at him later, but just <laughs> totally start rushing into the house because, you know, I don't know. Like, I mean, we talked about how we like, like coach. He was giving off Phil vibes. Um, <laughs> and then he goes and ruins it by just, you know, staying just drunk for half the movie and then pulling this shit um, of just not saving your family and just braiding a guy. So, yeah. I agree. Even in that scene, like before he, he sees the house lighting up and he doesn't, he just waits a while. There's like some weird direction sometimes of like, what's he waiting for? He knows what's happening. Like run in or don't like either he's going to run in now or he's never going to. It's like, this is kind of interesting. I think my bummer is one of the times that Dominique Dunn is at the house while, while the parapsychologists are there. Like they hear Carol Ann and she freaks out in a way that's like whoa like kind of more real of like yeah this is what it would be like like you would not be able to handle yeah this and it you kind of like just like see it on her face um so yeah like her characters i don't know just like the, the i think that that like that's almost more real <laughs> like coach is kind of drunk and the mom is like neurotic about that everybody has a sandwich but like dana is like freaked out and um just tragically sad so it's like that idea of like living in a house with two weeks with your daughter stuck in a tv and like what that would really be like i think that's on like dominique dunn's face and it's sad and a bummer 
I think I'm going to stick with my original bummer, which is her getting catcalled yeah. in her own backyard <laughs> and being forced yeah. to do the Macarena Shakespeare flick off. Because <laughs> in this movie full of such scary things, it's like, this is an actual scary thing that yeah. happens all the time. And like, I will, I remember being a teenager and I remember construction workers and things at my house and feeling mm. uncomfortable in those moments. And I'm just like, why does, okay. Is this like, unless this is like super social commentary on the mm. world, but it's like those three dudes just standing there point blank, staring at her body, like making kissing sounds and stuff. I'm just like, that to me is so scary. Cause that's real. Yeah. So I'm going to give that my real bummer. Did not enjoy it- Especially like a scene later where the guy just has no problem reaching in and yeah, what was that and taking yes, food, spooning and out food, drinking her coffee, and she's Ugh. like, "Oh, you scamp!" Yeah, him like slurping that stew out of the pot, like blah, blah, blah. that was that's gross yeah. too. Um, yeah, you would think that yeah. Coach, being the developer, would have like a better relationship with contractors than this. Like, it's yeah. like I don't know if you have to settle Come for this give, team. Give me your worst uh, <laughs> yeah. construction guys. Totally. There's also been a construction project across the street from my house for like almost two years, Ooh. and my neighbor was complaining how they've gone through five contractors, and like the other day they parked in such a way where like their truck was like across my driveway, and they're just like, yeah. I'm like, dudes, come yeah. on. And like one guy was like so apologetic. He's like, oh my God, I'll tell him to move his car. And like, I'm not, I'm not trying to lump everybody together, but I do think it's like funny that those are also like villains in this movie too. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I know it's hard supply chain. I know there's things missing. It's a challenging time to work in construction. Uh, Philip, D- Dummers. Dummers. Um, mine, we talked about a little bit. It's just get your instructions on the light squared away before you start this process yeah. um like just inform them was like look we're going to be doing some feints towards the light away from the light i just want you to just trust me uh but no it's just like starting with the light will kill you uh oh wait no go towards the light without like saying no this is part of the plan of just like unnecessary confusion and i wish they'd sorted that out beforehand I think my dumber is going to be a skateboarding beer guy because he, he gets <laughs> bicycling. knocked oh, bicycling. Sorry. <laughs> I put him on a skateboard. Um, he gets knocked off the bike and the beer goes flying. And I do feel bad about that, but then he just like brings it inside and it's yeah. squirting beer everywhere. And he's like oblivious <laughs> to the fact, cause they want to gamble so hardcore on this like football game or whatever they're like on the phone like betting or what have you and there's just like beer squirting everywhere and meanwhile that mom's upstairs like oh i'm burying a bird i'm like who's gonna have to clean up that squirty beer also cigar smoking inside oh yeah that whole scene can you imagine voluntarily going to this kind of watching a football game where everyone's just like like screaming (laughs) at each other upset like and I mean, yes, that's it's... what it's like for me when I am at a football. Like, that's what I feel like it's like people are always. Yeah, scared. no, me too. But like, I, <laughs> you know, since when do people in like Southern California watch football like this anyway? I mean, like, it's just not, I don't know. That's true. Um, also, do you think that like Carol Ann said that the cigar box smelled bad because she's used to her parents storing weed in them? And that's why it smells bad or because it smells like cigars. Cause I think cigars smell like, good. I think like cigars though. Okay. I mean, I thought- uh, I thought maybe she was indicating it's I think it's because yeah, it was weed tucked inside of most of their cigar boxes. No. Yeah, I would I would think so. Yeah. Um I think my dumber is gonna be at the end 
when all the neighbors come out and just like they watch this house get sucked <laughs> into a vortex. They're, all of their houses are built on like a graveyard. And the family who owns the house is screaming and pedal to the meddling a station wagon out of there. And I think I would also run. <laughs> I just don't like they're all watching it like it's like a fun fireworks show. And I'm like, I don't think you have any idea where this is going to begin and end. Like, how do you know it's not going to just suck up the whole development? Which I feel like it probably does. So anyway, that's my Dumber. Uh, Hummers. Mm. I have a Hummer. Go okay, for go it. for and it. It's um, Pooch E Buzz. <laughs> yeah, he is a good dog. He was a very good dog. He's so cute, and he tries to make sure everybody's alive at the beginning. And then when the like friendly ghosts are in the bedroom, and mom's like, "What is it? What is it?" And he's like, "Oh, oh!" And he's kind of like freaking out a little bit, but then he just goes. He comes back with his toy. He's like, "I brought it a toy." I just was like. <laughs> I, I like you, dog. You're cute. Yeah, you're, you're a good dog, and I like that nothing bad happened to him. I, I had that written down too. Yeah, he's he's awesome. Yeah. Um, I I think I'm gonna make my Hummer. I'm gonna need some help with it because I need to remember the actress's name. Is it Joe Beth Williams? Yeah, that's her name, right? Diane, mm-hmm. the mother. Yeah. Um, I think I'll make her the Hummer because I just felt like, and maybe it's just it's just her relationship with everybody. I thought was really great. Like she just kind of grounded it in a way. She's the protagonist. Like I think yeah. she's in it more than Coach, really. And like her relationship with the paranormal psychologist, and then with Zelda, just all of it. Like and the kids. Um, I also really like how she is not doing anything about her gray hair at the end. I think it's great. She did though. Oh God. That's why she took that but bath. Yeah. You know? Oh. She, was, she was reading off the instructions. It's like, do not lather. And then she had her hair done. New bummer after, for me. <laughs> afterwards, she had it combed out and it was well, uh, gone. Forget about your kid, yeah. the trauma of your kid being a TV. That's my new bummer. But she's still, she's still my Hummer. I think she was like really great. So, yeah, I mean, that bath time was, I think, the true dumber bummer <laughs> yeah, that whole, it's just yeah the whole ending yeah a slow steamy bath where you're just we did like, it we really did we it. really did it everything's okay now you guys i'm gonna put some headphones on yeah and, headphones uh, while my children are sleeping in the yeah, ghost room demon room <laughs> oh my God. that um, clown will take care of them right <laughs> it's a nanny cam yeah um, my hummer is gonna be heather o'rourke as carol ann um she she was great she was so sweet and cute and i think it also blends into sort of my bummer is that i mean my daughter has sort of a similar voice to her and so it's like it made the fear like very visceral Mm. and like the worry and it was like I think if it had been some annoying little brat, it wouldn't have really worked. But I thought she really brought this, yeah. you know, sort of sweet. Oh, bah, 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 bah. and um, it's yeah, it's very tragic what that, you know, she ended up dying and all that uh, in real life. But um, no, it's just I, I really liked her character. I liked the sort of kid acting that she was doing. And I think she did a great job. Yeah, I thought she was really authentic. That's why I like that yeah, banter with the I mean. family and mm-hmm. like. Yeah, she was not. She was not an annoying little character. Um, Did you guys read that the like? I guess it was in two thousand eight, or maybe it was later that um, Coach did a commercial for Directv where he like gave a homage to Carol Ann. It's like Aww. I don't know. Yeah, about how 
like the cable, like the the channel was bad because the cable wasn't like right. And he's like, not ca- not canceling your cable subscription will some- be something that haunts me. Or I don't know. It was fu- it was oh, it was geez. fun. And like apparently her family really appreciated the tribute to her and just yeah just like keeping the kid because she played carol ann in all three movies i think right i don't know at least, like at when least she the first ended up two dying yeah she died at age 12 okay um but yeah 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 she's pretty great she's pretty iconic yeah yeah and shall we talk and about our outfits let's talk let's about, talk about, about outfits. Outfits. um uh, okay <laughs> yeah um, I'll talk about your outfit. Yeah. Um, I like your skeleton face paint tonight. Looks very nice. Looks like you spent a lot of time on it. Oh, yeah. Um, very intricate, very involved. And then I'll like a little your own mud hair treatment a la swimming pool mud. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then uh it looks like you got a shirt when you went on a free tour of the neighborhood, and it just says Cuesta Verde means. You live on top of dead people. <laughs> <laughs> what does um, that mean? Something green, 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 green like hill or green, green like hill. Okay. Slope, like on a I mean, it does mean yeah. you live on top of dead people. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, uh, Phil, um, I love the like spindly little arms you're sporting today in um spirit of the the clown yeah <laughs> like they yeah. replace your arms the clown but they've got arms. a lot of strength to them they yeah. can choke oh, a kid. Yeah. that little <laughs> part where like just the clown hand falls down it's wild like, all of it all of yeah. it why um and then um i like that on the 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 front of your shirt it's like um the one of the 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 nerd guys with um his skeleton half of his face ripped off by himself in the mirror and a giant ghost shark bite um on his side and him just running into the horizon and on the back it's that woman parapsychologist just saying martin won't be coming back (laughs) (laughs) he's been let go yeah yeah like yeah i bet martin won't be coming back yeah <laughs> um bridget uh even though this is an 80 movie, 80s movie you're doing a 90s tribute and yeah. so you've got sort of a home improvement-esque shirt with yeah. uh coach as the neighbor sort of peering over <laughs> the the fence and just hey got any weed <laughs> and totally then, um more noticeably, you're wearing a uh, a skull on your head, and on it is written like this is an actual human <laughs> skull. Because man, Not it was be cheaper. <laughs> I can't tell you where yeah. I got it though. Yeah, yeah. I never do. I don't want to yeah. tell you guys because yeah. I'll get in trouble. But you save money. Man. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, Philip. It's time to decide if it's for real. All righty. Um. Yeah, it's for real. Uh, it scared the crap out of me <laughs> as a kid, um, but I think it's it's just it's a solid movie. It's got enough. It's a little long, but it like it it has enough going on, like a sort of solid family that's in there. Some good jump scares. I don't think the the horror element is really what you're coming to this movie for, but it's mm-hmm. sort of the nostalgia. There's some scenes that are just you can tell 
the Duffer Brothers with Stranger Things watched this many, many times. It was just mm-hmm. like oh the goodness. second time in the closet with the tentacles coming out and everything like that is just yeah. straight riff by them, which is cool because it's obviously their whole thing is a homage. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think if you enjoyed these sort of modern retellings, you've got to mm-hmm. go back and watch this one. So it's for real. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can only really rate this movie on the like 40 minutes that I saw. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think I would say it's for real too. I think you should be careful watching it if you yeah. are um, sensitive to strobe lights. But um, other than that, like, yeah, I don't, I, I wouldn't, again, I think I'm just reiterating a little bit what you said, but I wouldn't say like, oh my God, if you love, if you love to be scared shitless, you should right. watch this. Yeah. But like, I think I just appreciate I actually just really appreciate the story of it. And I liked, I liked the acting and I liked the time capsule of it. And I think it's a, it's not what I thought it was going to be at Mm -hmm. all. So it surprised me. I just thought it was just going to be like a slasher film. Mm -hmm. People are, dying i wouldn't do that to you, bridget oh geez you did this i would just me. do uh, strobe light <laughs> therapy <laughs> um no yeah i think i think it, it's gotta be for real um yeah i won't bury the lead i think this movie is for real as well i also like up until the second time around of the sucking closet and spending the night in that house like when they were packing i was like this might be one of the best movies like i've ever seen like i know that sounds crazy (laughs) but i'm like this movie is really got it all like in the same way that jaws is such a classic by steven spielberg i'm like yeah he's like it was like Goonies meets Jaws or something. Um, I feel like it is too long. And there's like yeah. some other things like with the meat. Like there's some choices where I'm like, is this a horror movie or is this a Goonies movie? Um, it is the director I, of uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, so right. Like, yeah, no. totally. Um, but I thought the performances were good. And just like you, Bridget, like I just really didn't know to ex- what to expect. Mm-hmm. And I think I was bracing myself. And I think I knew, Bridget, you were nervous about watching a scary movie. Yes. I usually handle it pretty well, but I was not necessarily in the mood for it the night I watched it. So I'm like, mm-hmm. here we go. Fine. I'm just going to have to go some uh, someplace else. But I was with it. Like, I loved the 70s vibe. I know it was 82, but it had kind of, <laughs> I just really, I, yeah, I liked all, I liked all the performances. Um, I can go either way with Craig T. Nelson sometimes, but I really liked him oh, in this. How would you go um, any different way with coach? Yeah. Sorry. Um, I mean, I'm a coach. I'm a coach. I man. like coach. I do. Um, Devil's advocate, you know? <laughs> right. Um, yeah. I don't know. What that but means. yeah, I, the movie like with Kriana Reeves. Got it. Um, <laughs> is that what you mean, Phil? Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. I didn't actually know that he was basically playing Trump and they filmed oh, his apartment scenes in Trump's apartment. Oh God. Um, Ugh, yeah. Wow. Um, but anyway, I really, I really enjoyed it. And I definitely think it's a classic. Like I, I think, I think the strobe lights are leg- like this movie more than most. I was like, <laughs> Intense. whoa, yeah. they really are. I mean, it's something, something is like wild, but, um, and then like the eighties are so obsessed with electronics. They like yeah. love it. Like they just, TVs and cameras, Steven Spielberg in particular, and then like lights and all this stuff. So they're very jazzed to do all this stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I really liked it. So I'm I'm very happy to watch it and think it's for real. Spooky. Um, here is my song of the day. I was oops, here it is. Little boxes on the hillside. Little boxes made of tea. 
ticky-tacky little boxes on the hillside. Little boxes all the same. There's a green one and a pink and a blue one and a yellow one. And they're all made out of ticky-tacky and they all look just the same. That's what I was thinking about during this movie that entire time. Excellent choice. I was as well. Just the suburbia, the weeds reference just with these uh, pothead parents. Um, Yeah. (laughs) I know. I never knew who sang that song, though. Who is it? Her name is Malvina Reynolds. And the album is called Sings the Truth. She does. Yeah. Because look, it is. Because she sang the truth. Well, Philip, thanks for picking this movie i as as i've as i've said that i think several times in the 107 movies we've watched with that tone um i was excited to watch this even though i was scared and you pushed me out of my comfort zone into a different way out but it's not it's not your fault i didn't know um and so yeah thanks for picking it to end our halloween month you can blame my parents and or, thanks to or thank my parents. John yeah. S. Thank and them. S. Yeah. for amazing thanks, Mom and Dad. That oh was awesome. Mom and Dad thanks so much. S. Yeah. So cute. Adorable. I, I hope they always intro like every several movies because I <laughs> yeah. just love to hear their banter. It's yeah. very cute. And I appreciate their support of you. Totally. <laughs> and this podcast. Yeah. Exactly. Grandparents of Alva. <laughs> yeah. <Alba>. Very sweet. <laughs> I know. Well, everyone, have a nice Halloween. Happy Halloween. Enjoy your trick-or-treating and mischief and mayhem. Yeah. And uh, I just was laughing, thinking about, like, us always thinking about, like, movies, because it's just one holiday month after the next. So um, we'll have to see what we dig up for some Thanksgiving films. All of those um, Thanksgiving movies out there <laughs> that exist that we can't Halloween wait to watch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Stretch for sure. Halloween. <laughs> All right. Till next time. See ya. Toodaloo. In a world where people watch movies. I think I'm going to watch a movie. Sometimes they don't like what they see. I don't like this movie. But sometimes they look for the silver lining. Wait a second. I like this part of this movie. Joel and Andy, do that work for you. The Silver Linings Playback. I like this part of this podcast where they tell me the part of the movie I like. Every Monday on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts.